Hello and welcome to another Sustainable Wine Podcast with me, Hannah Holmari. You're listening to our Sustainable Wine Roundtable member interview series, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Sandro Sartor. He's the president of Wine and Moderation and the CEO of Rufino, an Italian wine producer based in Tuscany. So, Sandro, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Anna, for inviting me to this podcast. Wine in Moderation is a social responsibility program with the aim to promote a sustainable culture of wine. Sandra, it would be great if you could start by telling us a little bit more about the organization, its history and its mission. The Wine in Moderation program was first developed in 2008 by the, the European wine sector, which was such a fragmented sector, came together around a single program and with a goal to demonstrate the social responsibility. Since then, we have achieved the numerical milestones, uh, developed a campaign, uh, and we have also grown outside of European borders. Uh, we started in Europe, actually, but after only five years of existence, the first country from South America, Argentina, joined the movement and allowed the wine moderation to become an international program. What the program is all about is uh, aims to inspire an active respect for wine as a product of culture among people who choose to drink contributing to a healthy lifestyle and the reduction of alcohol-related harm. This program builds on scientific evidence, education, self-regulation, in order to organize and empower wine professionals for information and tools to present the wine in a responsible way, to raise awareness and knowledge about responsible drinking patterns and moderate wine consumption, and also to inspire consumers to enjoy wine and its culture in a healthy, positive and convivial way. This program is managed by the WIM Association, the association I'm president of, which is a non-profit association founded by the wine sector and leading by wine companies, which is composed of a team that is based in Brussels. It coordinates the program to make everything run smoothly, imagining developing new tools and materials to bring the message closer to the consumer and professionals around the world. It's important to say that the program is implemented nationally while respecting local and cultural diversity. We have national coordinators that implement this program at the national level. The principle of wine moderation are fairly simple because we believe that while a vast majority of consumers enjoy wine in moderation, there is still a minority that misuse alcohol beverage in a way that can be damaging themselves and can harm also others around them. We also believe that responsible and moderate consumption patterns of wine can be compatible with a healthy lifestyle. And because wine is integral in many lifestyles and cultures across the world. And in fact, wine drinking patterns depend greatly upon local tradition, education, gender, age group, and social economic factors. Our mission is also very straightforward. We aim to be the social responsible program for the wine sector, providing for the old wine professionals with information, tools to responsibly present, promote wine and inspiring consumers to fully enjoy wine and its culture in a healthy, positive and convivial way. Clearly the emphasis here is on the social sustainability side of things. It would be great if you could elaborate a bit more on how the work of wine and moderation fits in with the wine industry's overall sustainability strategy. Well, sustainability is at the earth of any company strategy nowadays. And most companies focus on the environmental sustainability, particularly agricultural companies like those working in, in the wine, to protect the environment and maintain economic feasibility, but also to support the social responsibility, especially in terms of workers' rights, everything of that producing high quality of wines. 
But what is social responsibility? I prefer to use the exact word uh, spelt from World Commission on Environmental and Development Goals. And according to them, sustainable development is a development that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. While this is the general for sustainability, you get into the social responsibility. What they say is that the social sustainability is about identifying and managing business impact, both positive and negative, on people. The quality of company's relationship and engagement with its stakeholders is critical. Directly or indirectly, company affects what happens to employees, workers, customers and local communities and it is important to manage impacts proactively now if you read that it's so critical that the company working on wine so working on the alcohol they have a role they have a responsibility for their customers consumers employees particularly on the aspect of the wine in moderation and the responsible behavior with the alcohol with the wine uh, it's clear that this is so important uh, within the social responsibility for every company working with the alcohol, with, uh, in our case with the wine, to be sustainable means to be proactive and working on uh, promoting a responsible drinking pattern. Typically in the wine industry, the focus on sustainability has very much been on the environmental side of things. And in recent years, we have seen an increase in the focus on the social side perhaps more so in terms of labor issues, diversity and equity, but promoting responsible consumption for the consumer absolutely falls under that as well. So a great focus point. Perhaps you could tell us a bit more about the community of supporters. What kind of organizations are involved and how large is the community? A wine moderation program invites uh, all entities, uh, companies, association and other organizations linked to the wine value chain, so production, distribution, retail, hospitality, promotion, whatever, to join our social responsibility program and take action. Those organizations can get involved depending on the nature of the entity and their role and their reach, local, national or international. For example, we have a big community of supporters spread around the world. Those supporters are active at national level and want to make a difference when it comes to the, the consumption of wine. Those supporters would come to with us in our movement, they should adhere to our values and principles and follow our self-regulation code, wine communication standards. So it's so important that communication on the wine is responsible, meaning recommending wine moderation in a way that is absolutely responsible. Sustain the objective and the mission of the program, and of course, encourage moderation responsibility in the consumption of wine. And we believe that all those companies or, or institutions have a very important role. For example, then it'd be very, very pragmatic. So there can be alcohol producers, wine producers, sorry, but also there are a school of enologists, viticulturists. So there is a, a huge amount of people work around the wine that can play a role to do this, including fairs. I mean, there are some international great fairs like Provine or like Vinitaly, and those are also entities that will and do play a role in promoting our message. All supporters community today is composed by like 2,000 entities around the world. And then there are several other thousand that are part of association because one of these 2,000 can be an association that includes in their own association hundreds or thousands of other members. We are already a lot, but of course we are keen to grow further. But now I'd love to ask you, about the progress that you've seen over the years in regards to responsible consumptions. 
as you mentioned, Wine in Moderation has been in operation since 2008, so for about 15 years now. And you mentioned, of course, the international expansion beyond European borders, but I'd love to hear just a bit more about the progress you've seen. Since when Wine in Moderation started in 2008, we have seen a huge and increased interest in the topic of sustainability including the moderate and responsible consumption of our product. And a lot has changed, really, in the way we live our daily life and also in the generation. Society is changing. People value health and people value environmental sustainability and community, as well as the social responsibility. Wine consumers are increasingly interested in living experiences with the brand that they choose. And this is valid for the wines that they select as well. These experiences should go along with their values and their lifestyle. Obviously, consumers are more connected than ever, and they have access to information and knowledge that publicly share views and their views and their interests. Those consumers are, of course, very interested in companies' reputation, and they look for social contribution and transparency out of those companies. And in particular, Generation Z are really consumers who prefer companies and organizations that make a positive social impact. What is expected from the sector, it's today much more demanding what versus used to be in 2008. But when we see this evolution today, we can really understand how visionary was this movement starting so long ago in this sector. So that's something that we are really proud of because it is unique in our sector. But also this means that the wine business must evolve together with their consumer and their society because, again, the expectation of the consumer is, uh, is getting bigger and bigger. That's why we rate ourselves like a movement of sustainability. We are part of the sustainability movement, particularly in the social sustainability. So you mentioned for today that we can see an increased interest from consumers in social environmental impact of wine producers. And it'd be great to talk a bit more about the state of play today. Are there any other key trends in regards to alcohol consumption that you can see? And it'll be interesting as well to hear if COVID had a big impact on these, these patterns. COVID, to some extent, has accelerated the trends already existing, partially in terms of behavior, partially in terms of purchasing behavior. What we learned that COVID has increased dramatically the usage of e-commerce for purchasing. In terms of consumption, from COVID, the acceleration was more in the so-called premiumization, meaning that people tend to drink less but better quality product, more expensive, but ultimately better quality product. No, I can't say that we have seen new trend or change in trend of COVID, but probably further acceleration of trends that was already existing before. Let's talk a bit more about practical approaches. You mentioned there's action at a local, national and international level, but I'd love to hear a bit more about how Wine and Moderation helps the sector implement social responsibility initiatives. What are some practical actions and steps that supporting organizations can take? In every country, we have one or more national coordinators that supports the planning, the coordination, the implementation, and they are accountable for the implementation of the program in their respective countries. And we are currently present in a large part of Europe and South America, and we are continuously working to expand the reach of the program. So through the national coordinators, we can have implementation at the national level of the program. Generally speaking, the national coordinators are the wine trade association, the major wine trade association of the respective country. Then we have ambassador companies, so big companies that became ambassador companies, 
that supports the program uh, with the big effort made at international or national level, and that they set example with their leadership in social responsibility, while uh, our partners, so at another level, lower level, uh, we call partners, are any enterprise, institutional, professional, association, or group, or economic stakeholders in the value chain that are interested to participate to the program. Then we have a large community of what we call win supporters around the world, which are those entities that join the program at national level, for example, small wineries or a small producer or even shops, notex, sells and distribute wine. As soon as any of these entities join the moderation at every level, they become active part of our community. By doing that, they can use our website and the central hub for all our communication information. And I really invite you guys to visit our website. It is in 11 languages and soon will be 12 languages. We make available in this intranet all our support, the documentation for our supporters that we produce in order for them to run and drive responsible drinking message or program or training. We are actually working on a big project related to training with guidelines and all material in order to run the trainings to professionals and people working in the wine sector as well as to broader consumer. And then we develop and it's available what we call wine communication standards, the standards for company, for the marketing team, for the people in charge of the communication in order to communicate wine in a very responsible way, in the correct way. Last but not least is we have all the latest available scientific information about wine and health. Our program is based on scientific evidence. What we say is supported by scientific evidence. You can have and see the, all of these evidence that can prove and back our program. And last but not least, we are all present in social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, so that there is a lot of material of communication that can be utilized by our partners on their own in order to further promote responsible drinking. What are some of the key challenges when it comes to educating and promoting sustainable drinking practices? One challenge can be the difference culture, because working on international level, the, the culture is different in different countries, so we need to make sure that our program are relevant and are adapted to the local culture. That's why we work with our national coordinators to make sure that we adapt not only just the language aspect of our program to create a perfect fit with the local culture, in order to make sure that our programs are very effective. And then also in order to try to be relevant for different generations, it's not easy to speak and talk across such a wide broad age profile of people. So our program needs to, have to be ready and capable to be relevant and very meaningful for, for different generations, professionals that have been in the business for many, many years, as well as Generation Z in order to explain the, the importance of responsible drinking. Clearly, there is no one-size-fits-all prescription that works across generations, cultures, and countries, like you said. So great that the program is so adaptable and flexible to be relevant. So my final question to you, Sandro, is how can leading wine companies be part of this initiative? And why is it so crucial that they take the lead here? All big companies, normally they already have a program of corporate social responsibility. They know that they are like a big, huge citizen with a great responsibility in, in the social life. In that responsibility, the social aspects are, of course, very important. 
for every company working in the wine sector, the social aspect cannot ignore the responsible drinking, the fact that we produce alcohol and that alcohol misuse can harm consumers, people and, and, and others. Big companies cannot hide themselves. There is a, someone else doing this for me. There is an association. They really have to take the lead, be proactive and set the standards and leadership for smaller companies even to, to follow them. There is a huge role and a necessary role for for big company. And by joining the, the wine in moderation, an ambassador company, big company should become ambassador company for wine in moderation. They can be part of this community to shape a sustainable wine culture, to drive the association in a sense of how to create a positive social impact around the wine. To further enforce the social responsibility strategy within their CSR strategy and also increase the visibility for, of the, their contribution in the society. Then they became part of the decision-making process in the WIM Association, because for the ambassador companies, of course, they can set up the strategy, participate to the setting of the strategy of the WIM Association, and then to have the best and wider access to all the tools and information that we produce. Of course, ambassador companies have the full access to everything. They can really spread our program in the best possible way. And also, last but not least, by doing that, they will support their customer, they will support their consumer, and they will be more connected with their local communities because companies associated with wine in moderation and active in wine moderation are normally much better connected with their local neighbor and association, the place they operate. Many, many reasons and incentives for wine companies to get involved. Sandro, thank you so much for your time and insights, for joining me on the podcast, and of course, for your continued support of the Sustainable Wine Roundtable. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Thank you very much. Uh, I really look forward to see more and more companies to be involved and interested and participate to the Wine Moderation Program. Listeners, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to our podcast channel. Just search for Sustainable Wine on your podcast app and sign up on www.sustainablewine.co.uk to receive our newsletter and regular updates. And of course, if you're interested in getting involved in the Sustainable Wine Roundtable, please do just get in touch. 